Welcome to episode 34 of Scare Zone Halloween Horror Nights podcast. And I feel like this is the launch of like season two of our show because stuff is actually happening now. And we are joined once again, obviously, by our buddy Chris Ripley. Hey, Logan. How you doing? And once again, it's been a little while. You know, he took the season off. He had to go and take a break post <laughs> Horror Night season. But Scott, Scotty Too Hotty Garland, welcome back, sir. Hey, Logan. Hey, Chris. <laughs> so. Hey. So, guys, I think we should jump into it. So, I kind of want to put, like, the rumor mill aside a little bit because I feel like it's almost too obvious to jump to conclusions of what we're seeing. But the website is up. Ticket prices are there. And I want to get your guys' thoughts on that. Really, really, this is probably something for Chris. And Scott's going to impact you the most because you buy those you know, multi-day tickets. Did we see really any big jump price-wise or anything like that this year? Uh, well, uh, I, I don't. I don't think it's a huge jump. There are some price increases, though. But overall, it's like compared to last year. Last year, I feel like we had a pretty significant raise and everything. But to the, this year, it feels pretty pretty chill. Yeah, I think I think the ticket that I was going to buy may have gone up twenty dollars. I think I saw, yeah. but that's not bad. No, it's a reasonable you know expense jump, so nothing too bad. And the days got longer, so you expect. Because there's now how many more days now, Chris? Because this is a record. They kept saying this is like the record-breaking year amount of days. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of days. Um, we, in fact, towards the end of the run, there's actually a whole. Um, there's 34 nights, but towards the end of the run, there's actually a whole calendar week that's got Halloween horror nights on every single night of the week. That's insane. So you could go straight up for a week now. You could go literally Monday to the Monday. Yeah. So are we working towards? Do you think? And this is just speculation. To where by the next few seasons, it's just a nightly event. Well, I was just finishing off my um, latest book, and one of the last chapters I was writing about was looking at some figures. And the Tampa Bay Times said that they had got some projected figures from some uh, industry uh, insiders. And they said that uh, Halloween Horror Nights was significantly up year on year on year. To last year, they believe it was 600,000 people per night on average went to Halloween Horror Nights. Wow. It's so 600,000 per night? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. 600,000 people? Oh, sorry. For the run. For the run. For the run. Yeah. Okay. I almost was like, Chris, I uh, think you need to edit that part of your book. <laughs> but um, 600,000 for the whole run. That makes sense. So you're talking mm-hmm. you know, tens of thousands of people a night going to this thing. Now, Scott, we haven't talked to you in a while since really the, the first two announcements happened. So I want to get your thoughts on, obviously, the return of American Horror Story. And now I think you just watched The Shining to kind of break it down for yourself. Yeah, I actually, we watched The Shining, and then I actually just watched the first episode of Asylum. I was trying to get into that, and I think, uh, man, I'm having a hard time getting into um, American Horror Story. I know people love it. Yeah. Um, and I loved the house last year, so and I know it'll be cool this year. But uh, yeah, I'm having a hard time getting into the uh, the show though. But The Shining, oh, just watching that, is, uh, this is going to be an awesome house, I think. Yeah, I think for anyone not familiar with The Shining, go back and watch it. This is time. I think we should all we should like record a commentary track and, and take our guesses on what we think is going to happen because I think it's going to be great. But we'll, we'll get into that. But I'm excited to hear that you're you're getting back in the spirit. But it does kind of feel like that, Chris, because we saw. Um, when we're recording this yesterday and whenever you're listening to it, uh, the, the website kind of went up in a little bit more of a, um, a teaser kind of feeling. Like usually the website goes up and it's a little bland until they announce more. We're seeing imagery to make us speculate. 
We are, and people are doing so. Uh, one of the big things that a lot of people are saying is possibly caretaker, possibly caretaker's daughter Cindy, who's never really had her own year at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, and for people that don't know the history of that, so that character is was was originally supposed to be the icon, right, of the caretaker year. Is that right? Yeah, and then I think from memory there was uh, some local case somewhere that yeah, something someone went had wrong been a, with the yeah. kid. They said no. Yeah. So that's it's interesting, and the reason that people are, are running to that conclusion isn't necessarily the imagery because the imagery is kind of a almost a Day of the Dead feel with this the the, the flowers and the skulls. It's not that, but the tagline is very similar, right? Well, yeah, the, the other theory people are putting out there is this sort of uh, New Orleans voodoo kind of uh, mm-hmm. I feel. Like that. So that, yeah. yeah, I'm a big be. fan of that, too. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, like I would rather them do that than revisit a character that's kind of a pseudo, like it's kind of the chance version. It's like it's doing that again. I like yeah. the idea of getting something fresh, getting something new. I loved Chance. And I love Jack. And I love those characters. And I love those original icons. But... Like when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, skull! Maybe it's death. Maybe we're going to see like the Grim Reaper character, which I think would have been an interesting take." And then someone threw out, "Maybe it's a uh, like you said, like a a a New Orleans, or maybe it's a a, a Mexican heritage characters." And I really love that. And like, what's mm-hmm. going to kind of break my heart? I feel like is when the people that are spoiling it are right, and it's going to be Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and well. I, I feel like that's going to happen. I'm not going to be complaining about it, but like I feel like my imagination from that page, because honestly, I think it's a beautiful logo. I think it's a beautiful page. It's probably one of the best ones they've done in recent history. Uh, but it doesn't, uh, and it lends my imagination to go crazy. But I'm curious if it's just with that tagline, uh, which I'd have to pull up exactly, but it's it's eerily similar. And it's it feels like they're making people already make that decision that it is going to be this caretaker related character. Yeah. I mean, the tagline is identical, well, not identical, but very similar very to the 2002. Similar. Yeah. Uh, an artist that um, has done work for universal told me off the record, but you know, you guys ain't going to share anything. So I'll no. tell you, they said that the, the devil literally, and no pun intended is in the detail. So if you look very carefully at the artwork that is on the website right now, mm-hmm. there are hints and clues to what is coming. Right. Is that, now, is that something that there was, I guess, in the logo for Chance, they said that that was kind of given away. And what I like about this logo is that it maybe doesn't have that, but maybe it does. Maybe we need to just dig dig a little deeper. Well, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Do you think, and this is an interesting fact, and we talked. I talked a little bit about this actually on BLT with Tim. You have uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Is this the first time, and I know the hashtag is still HHN27, but they distance themselves from numbering the event. Like, did you know, um, like, like, it's Halloween Horror Nights this year. It is not Halloween Horror Nights 27. They've kind of gone the WrestleMania route there, uh, where it's, except maybe it's going to the, and the big years, we'll call it, Halloween Horror Nights 30, you know, but maybe we'll leave 27. Yeah. <laughs> I think with anything, once you start to get that, get up there in numbers, it starts to mean less and less, maybe. It's looking like, weird. Looking yeah. With um, the Super Bowl, same thing. It's not always Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. It's just the Super Bowl. You know, so it's probably just a marketing thing, I would I would think. Yeah, I think so, too. And it's for the hardcore fans. It'll be Halloween Horrors 27, just like it was WrestleMania 33. But until you have those iconic years and an interesting point of just sort of media, 
when I worked at Nickelodeon, this this is could I mean like probably has nothing to do with it, but just a anniversarial type of thing is I worked at Nickelodeon. I believe it was either the twenty fifth or thirtieth year of Nickelodeon. I believe the twenty fifth anniversary, and we had it all planned out for Nickelodeon's twenty fifth anniversary party, Berg birthday. They switched it at the last minute to just be Nickelodeon's big birthday because they thought kids would have saw that it was twenty five years old and said no, like it's not for me. It's for old people. All right. the old twenty-five-year-olds, and I'm wondering if that's uh, part of this. Like the, in, in in other marketing, we've also kind of learned, and this is just some media training and stuff I've done. Is they say like your anniversary only matters to you, right? You know, like like because right. because if, if the content's not there, who cares if it's the twenty-seventh time? And I'm right. wondering if it's moving towards that. And that's where I kind of I think you're right. I think that. It makes sense from a branding start because you start having to juggle these years and it's different in California and it's different in Singapore and it's different in Japan and it just becomes a little bit messier. Right. And I think when, you, when you're first getting started, the numbers do matter because it shows that it's, it's been, been done 13, 14 right. times. But as the higher you get up there, the less it means. Yeah, I, I could totally see that. What do you think, Chris? See, what, what backs up your, your theory there is I remember – I think it was HHN24 – um, Universal was 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 kind of not wanting to go down the number route, as you say, and they were using uh, on social media hashtags like Universal Horror or uh, Universal HHN, all these other different hashtags, which Hollywood still uses some of those. Mm-hmm. But all the fans kept using HHN24, HHN25. So as much as they like to, like on Twitter, for example, try and use those different hashtags, it's still the ones the fans all use are still the numbered uh, HHN. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I think the fans are going to use it, so embrace it still. Don't like, don't just completely remove it. But from your branding point of view, I think it's a smart move. I think it really is. It's it's sort of like when the iPhone stopped becoming. Yes, technically, it's the iPhone. What will be eight this time? And there they will say that, but they will not say that on the box when you go buy one. It will say you know the latest generation. It won't say that because eventually you're right, uh, Scott. Once it gets to that point, it just becomes a little bit more. Uh, irrelevant because people know it's an industry standard. You know to expect it. If it just ended, there would be outcry. So I think that's a uh, that, that's a good thing. Now, Chris, what did you think when you initially saw this website and 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 obviously everything going on sale? The only things we haven't seen on sale yet are some of are the tours on sale and the they they did bring back character dining. That's coming back. Well, I've had a few reports from different people saying that they've tried to book the tours, but they're not a hundred percent on the system at the moment. Okay. So there's been a few teething problems with those. So if, if you're going to ring up and book a tour, don't be too surprised if they can't um, Do it. get you in. It's not because they're booked out. It's just the system hasn't updated or something. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's it's the same as, as pretty much as last year or the year before as well. It's It's got the um, the uh, the two different RIP tours, um, the behind-the-scenes tour, and then obviously the dining, like you said. Yeah, I'm going to try to do the dining this year because I haven't done it yet, and that's something that always has been an interest to me. Um, and I want to do it. And I think it looks like fun. And I'll, as long as our dates work out, I'm going to do it this year and try it out. Cause I think it sounds like fun now missing, which obviously wasn't added till much later. Cause you'd think this would kind of be all the add ons is obviously they haven't yet announced anything like the repository or an extra add on. Now that didn't get added till like what, like three weeks before the event. Yeah. But very you'd, late on. But you'd think that if they were going to bring it back or something like that, Knowing people have to budget, do you think that's an indication that that's not going to happen? Well, didn't we hear that they were going to get rid of it this year and bring it back for the the coming year? So it would come back in twenty eight. 
Yeah, didn't we hear that from someone on one of the interviews? Maybe I can't remember now. I think it was it was definitely mentioned, but I don't know if it was ever. Yeah, they never confirm. No, no, no. <laughs> oh man, well it's an exciting time, and I'm a uh, I'm I'm excited, man. I, I last year it was fun to be with the three of you guys and everybody, but we went on probably the worst night possible. Uh, just, busiest nights, right? Yeah, we went that busiest night because it was like a torrential downpour the night before, and everyone flooded, and it was just. It was it was a lot of fun to be with you guys, but it was a miserable when it comes to actually like enjoying the event. So I'm looking forward to picking a few dates this year, actually going. My son actually is in real big kid school now, so I have like a fall break, which I'm like, all right, I'm going to be there from this time to this time, and I'm going to try to come in early as well. But uh, Chris, you're you're planning on kind of hitting it early this year, right? Uh, yeah, planning on on doing so. Yeah, so hopefully like first second week. So yeah, and Scott will be there every other night. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I think I think I said this before, but I th- I'm pretty sure we're just going to do the uh, frequent fear pass without the Friday night, Friday and Saturdays mm-hmm. this year. We only did one Friday night last year, and that was the first the first time we went. And I said at the end of it, I think we could have done without. So I think it's it's a little bit it's about hundred dollars cheaper. So I think we're going to go that route. Yeah, I'm I'm always tempted, though I have no reason to do it by that big one, and then I see it's like seven hundred dollars. I'm like, no thanks, that's okay, because I only yeah. get to go now. The only thing I did see, Chris, and maybe I'm wrong here. Now, last, the last few times they've done the Rush of Fear, which I've often signed up to because usually I go those first three weeks if I get to go, it's, a, it's about the same or even a little cheaper than the regular night pass. Now, we're seeing that, but the way they're advertising it on the website is with the Coca-Cola promotion. Like, that's the first thing you see. Have you noticed that? Like, when you go to their website, the first thing comes up is save $50 on, here's Halloween Horror Nights event tickets, Coca-Cola promotion, and it's the $50 cheaper or $40 cheaper tickets. Like, you can't even really find, you know, quickly, you're just regular, other than sort of these flex tickets, and they all are coming in now cheaper than the Rush of Fear. And I thought that was a little bit of an interesting thing. Maybe I'm wrong in that, but I, I remember being like, oh, there's no reason not to buy a Rush of Fear because it was either the same or very close. But now we're seeing them advertise more of, I know this isn't that interesting to a lot of people, but I like to break down sort of the marketing side of what's front and center is Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah, I'm on there now. But Rush of Fear is, is, uh, is yeah, it's not, it's not a bad price. I mean, that, no, that's, that's about the reasonable. same as it's always been. Mm. I'm more talking about even the opposite, like what they're advertising initially is cheaper than that by a significant standpoint. You know, they're, they're, they're pretty much saying bring a Coke, <laughs> you know, <laughs> get in your, like that is, is hardcore like on paper. But if you really start to break down the dates, it's, it's very, you know, kind of flexible on when those dates work and all of that. But at, at, I don't know, to me, that was just an interesting marketing point. That I know, and again, I could be wrong, that I never really saw them ex- like put out as front and center. Bring a Coke, but we're going to take it at security. <laughs> yeah, how do you do it? Select nights with UPC code from any cancer. What I have to? Oh, so you have to buy in advance. You put in the UPC code, and you get the discount now. Interesting. See, there you go. So, so you can get in for sixty bucks this year. Not bad. Do you have to be a Florida a resident price. for that or no? There is a Florida resident. I'm, I'm not sure what it is off yeah. the top of my head. But the Coke one, I don't think you have to be a Florida resident. So that's a. I think it says you're supposed to be, but it, if I'm right, if, if it's the same thing we're talking about, it's the the one that you buy at Publix down here yeah. in Florida. And they've never they've never asked me for my ID once. I do think it says something about Florida resident on there, but they, they've they've never they've never asked me for anything. 
I'm, uh, I'm trying to do my digging. I, I know this isn't really my expertise here, but uh, you know, it made me curious as I'm flo- floating around this site. And the only reason I'm floating around this site is because Chris said you know, it's all in the details. Now I'm trying to figure this thing out to see if uh, we can confirm well, anything. One of the one, well, one of the ones I can tell you is if you click on tickets and packages, mm-hmm. uh, if you look at the background image, there's a big freaking clue there for you. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. So to me, when I click on, now, I, when I click on tickets and packages, I have to pick like event tickets, frequent fear pass. Okay, well, click uh, frequent fear pass, or, or okay, that's the one I'm on. So, so lots of lots of skulls. I'm guessing is what I'm looking at. What am I looking? Yeah, at? yeah. All yeah. right. So, all right. I mean, look, we know we all can kind of guess where the speculation is going, and sadly, it's all probably going to be confirmed exactly what we think it's going to be. But I'm going to hold out hope that it's something different and there's something fun. Do you think we're going to have as many houses this year? Uh, they I think confirmed. they officially announced that, didn't they? they mm. Yeah. Oh, that was in the press release. Yeah, I think so. It was, yeah. Nine houses has been confirmed, uh, five scare zones, and two live shows. That's right. I forgot it was in there. And uh, we can pretty much already confirm the two live shows. I mean, I know we can't, but one's holding yeah. auditions and one is Bill and Ted. So. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, we know, we kind of know where this story goes. But that's, uh, man, it, it's, it's interesting. I'm glad they kind of got out in front of it, said the nine houses, and put it in that press release. And I think we've shared the press release. If not, I'll share it again. And to, to really showcase what's going on. But, guys, I'm just, I'm just glad we got to get together and talk and yeah. talk about what's happening. Because this is, this is when it starts getting fun. Because I think around now is when we heard about Chance. So do you think, you know, is, is this an imminent... I think we can almost confirm we're getting an icon. Well, yeah, I think we can say that. I mean, we're not going to get something that's on the same level as Jack with that amount of um, media um, force behind it. No, but it. it's not a, a year like the dark times between 21 and 25 oh, God, no. where it's just oh, no, nobody. No. Yeah, the, I mean, the marketing budget back then was, yeah, we're not having anything. We're just the, the event sells itself kind of thing. But mm-hmm. um but now, the, the, I think, yeah, I mean, yeah. hardcore HHM fans refer to mascots and icons. So something that's an icon, but not, you know, not with the same level of uh, sort of media interaction and identity that uh, the original icons probably have now. Yeah, I'm looking deep into the skull now to see the details in the skull. There's some interesting <laughs> stuff in that as well. It almost has Gene Simmons paint on. But you know what? That would just be the dream <laughs> that I would want to happen that will never happen. I was thinking maybe La Parker. <laughs> it is La Parker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, I went to a local wrestling event a few weeks ago, and there was a guy that's La Marca. Have you seen La Marca? No. It is. That sounds about right. It is. It is. It's a La Parca mask, but the guy just has on every like wrestling T-shirt and gimmick, and it's like it's it was it was not my thing. But <laughs> man, I do have a little statue of La Parca in my office just because I've had it since I was a kid and I always thought it was hilarious. Uh, the first mat, one of the first wrestling matches I ever saw live was La Parca uh, versus Goldberg, and it lasted. Their entrances lasted about I don't know. Well, Goldberg's entrance lasted like seven minutes. And the match was maybe 15 seconds. <laughs> Perfect. Hit him with a chair. Wow. He didn't react. And then laid him out. And that was it. I was like, well, there you go. And 30 years later or 20 years later, I was at WrestleMania. And I pretty much, other than him losing, pretty much saw the same match. It was great. Right. Uh, it was a lot of fun. But, but uh, man, guys. I'm, I'm, and see, Chris, this is what you did to me. You got me stuck 
Now Sorry. I'm like, now I'm like digging way too deep into this. But we also have I want to talk about the uh, again. I'll apologize, which I did. I'm getting a lot of I'm getting a lot of hate for the way I pronounced uh, a certain <laughs> last name. And look, I'm well aware of my problems. And this is coming from a man with the last name that is Seculo, and I can't say Aiello correctly. And I, and I hopefully said it right that time. Maybe I didn't, because if I'm looking at it, and that was a problem, we're selling these shirts, and oh yeah, I need to say this, the, the club shirts, I'm just going to call them the club shirts, they are <laughs> available until Saturday. And then, so if you're listening to this when it comes out on Thursday night, on Saturday uh, night, you know, early Sunday morning, whenever I go to the website, I'm going to take them down at that point, and we're going to tally it up and make our donation to the American Cancer Society. So if you want those, I know they're shipping really fast. Uh, I, I just like, got mine today, actually. There you go. Like, uh, Represent, who we use, has really upped their game. The quality is a lot better. And the um, the time, it's like three or four days, and in, in it ships. So it's a really uh, quick way to get uh, one of these. But we are going to take them down. They're by far our most popular shirt. Uh, so and I think we've sold... I mean, I mean, plenty, tons of them. I'll, I'll tell you when we get to a total number. But heading towards, you know, th- three figures probably of shirts. And uh, I want to see everybody out there and, 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 and rocking their club shirts because it's something fun. And I'm, I'm very thankful to Mike for allowing us to do it because it was just a joke that spun into a, um, a, a, an unbelievable storm of people who are, who are excited to give to charity, support Mike's favorite charity, and also uh, – you know, rock out something interesting you can wear at Horror Nights that's a little little more different and a little and, – and, Scott, not unsurprising to us, a lot of wrestling fans, also, yeah. uh, also Horror Nights fans. It's a, uh, it's a similar uh, breed of people. So we're all there together, and there's a lot of people um, who get the reference. Obviously, it was sort of a parody of, of a shirt and uh, in some ways, not even exactly, but just sort of started as like a little bit of a joke. And and turned into something real. So to all the wrestling fans out there, great. To all the non-wrestling fans that bought, that bought it also, thank you so much for supporting the charity and for um, supporting our show and for supporting Mike for being such a great spokesperson and such a good face uh, for, for Universal. We never really had that kind of figure before. So it's very nice. i got to tell you guys, I get people messaging me every day on social media about this. So, you know. Oh, I know. I've had to shut down some copycats, you know, people that are trying to... <laughs> that's when you know you're a success you get people imitating you yeah the knockoff shirts exactly they're um they don't go to charity it's just some guy <laughs> making his own oh man uh man it's uh it's fun i know there's not a ton to talk about right now we just wanted to hop on here and, and talk to you guys about what's going on obviously uh tickets are on sale chris do you are you looking at this do you see any of the add-ons is something you plan on doing this year. I know you've done the RIP tour in the past. You've done the we did it all together. You've done the unmasking tours before. Anything jumping out to you is something that it's a must-do this year. Or are you going to wait and see how sort of the lineup shows up? Well, I was told by someone at Universal last year that they were looking into the whole add-ons thing to to bring new things to the market this year, just to sort of test it out. So I'm a little bit disappointed, really, that there aren't uh, yeah. anything new and and in theory there's less because there's no repository or oh, well there's none of that thing yet if it does come um so i don't know there's nothing uh for me personally that i haven't done i've pretty much done everything i mean in past years sometimes they've done sort of q and a's with art and design and uh, some of the backstage tours have included um some sort of backstage uh, displays and things so you know i mean any add-ons they do i'm interested in you know things may evolve there may be things coming up that we don't know about yet 
So, what about you, Scott? Anything that the kids want to do, or do you want to do? Have it done yet? I, th- I think I'd really like to do the character dining thing for uh, Keegan's birthday, for my son's birthday. Oh, um, his, his, since his birthday is October twentieth, it kind of falls right in the middle of there. So, um, we'll see. Uh, and I know I, I know he'd like it, and uh, I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I regret not not doing it last time. Like really looking yeah, at it, it looked like fun. And I, I both years so far they've done it. It looked like something I would really enjoy. It looks like something that Amanda, my wife, would really enjoy because she, uh, like I said, has sort of mixed feelings with Horror Nights, as y'all experienced last year. And I think she'd really dig something like that. But, well, I think she needs a few more of those mixed drinks this year. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think she was she was ready for that. Uh, but we'll we'll get back in it this time. It'll be a little bit more uh, fun. She wants to go back. She's originally I thought she was out, but I think she's at least going to come at least one of the week. She won't go more than one night, that's for sure. But I'm going to try to go a couple times. I do want to hit. I know Chris, you can't, but I I do want to hit Friday the thirteenth. Oh yeah, that that be. I hope they do some interesting. Uh, yeah, no, come on, stuff. make it like when they do May the Fourth at at, uh, at Disney, where they don't say anything's going to happen, but stuff just happens. Come on, when when was the last? I don't know when the last time was. It maybe last year. When was the last Friday the Thirteenth that happened at, during Horror Nights? Like this is going to be too good to pass up, and I'm. Uh, I, I think that's one I'm going to have to hit. God, it'd be great if they had a Jason House, wouldn't it? Yeah, just a one night only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's sort of the extra stuff I'd like to see happen one day. All right, guys. Well, I think uh, I think we've kind of we this this is sort of the reboot. I feel like this is season two. We can put a stamp on it and say episode thirty four is when we began. I mean, yes, we've discussed it the last two episodes, but now that the website is up, we probably by the time people are hearing this, there's good chance there's an icon revealed. We're gonna have some great guests coming up. We're working with Universal right now, and Scott, I'm going to tell you about that when we're done here, <laughs> and uh, cool. and maybe we'll get you in the studio down at the uh, the radio broadcasting uh, studio yeah. down at Universal, and we'll have some awesome guests on promoting this upcoming year. If there's somebody you want to hear on the show, let us know coming up, because we'll, we'll definitely take suggestions, and if we can make it happen, we will, but we just wanted to say hello, re-engage, Scott, me, Chris, we're all in, and we're happy to have you guys back on board with us. For uh, Halloween Horror Nights, I feel like now the road to Horror Nights begins. And That's we, exciting, right? And it is. I'm, I'm pumped, and I hope to uh, see you guys all out there. As always, I wanted to tell you that uh, the pod cruise is going to be coming up. We've got about we got a few rooms left with our group rate, so if you want to get it, I would hop on that. Now, podcruise.com. Hopefully, I have some cool announcements about that coming up here soon as well. And shirts and everything are available. Our regular Scare Zone shirts, which I've noticed that people have picked up while they're picking up. Uh, their club shirts. I'm not even going to try it, Mike. I'm not even going to say your last name because you know what? Why even? Why even do it? Why even say it? Because I'm just going to get grief from people that, that that even if I say it right, I feel like people are going to correct me. And you know, it's, not, it's, it's no longer fun. When you anymore. see Mike this season, he's going to walk up to you and say, "Hey, Logan, seek Kulo." Okay, like people don't do that to me every day. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> like me and him can at least commiserate in that. We can. I can equally butcher his name, and he could probably equally butcher my name. So, to to the whole club family <laughs> thank you guys for listening uh guys any any kind of last words leading up to this big you know the big push we're about to have you know we're only what under 100 days away yeah it's yeah, coming fast right yeah i mean that's not that's not far at all i mean that is that's insane and probably that means over at disney we're only about like 40 days away from halloween so, i think it starts next week yeah, i think so it's like <laughs> the july 7th it's like get through get through july 4th and then after that it's okay 
So it's fine. Uh, it is in August this year, though. I think it is like late August they launch yeah. it. Late August. Uh, yeah. So um, now, not to say that our beloved Horror Nights isn't creeping that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> because we're now into early September to November. Because right. one of my favorite things that happened last year was going to Horror Nights and then going over to Disney. And it was Christmas there and Halloween at Universal. And, yeah, and kind of both of them were wrong. <laughs> uh, oh, man. It's going to be fun. All right, guys. Well, I think that's going to do it. Uh, Chris. Your book, new book, where are we at? It's completely finished. I'm just waiting for the publisher now. So I'm, I'm thinking probably a week to two weeks away from it coming uh, to a store near you. Scott, uh, last time we had you on, we were promoting the eBay store. Anything else going on you want to plug? Uh, I'm still doing it. It's funny you said that. I just start, started it back up. Nice. And, uh, it's just, I was just kind of shipping some stuff out when, uh, when you called. But uh, no, just, you know. Grinding away with WWE still and uh, head out next week for some shows up in uh, the Northeast in uh, Baltimore and Richmond, Poughkeepsie. Um, and then, you know, we have TakeOver coming uh, to Brooklyn in August. So, so keep, a, keep a vigilant eye on Scott's uh, social media and follow him and you can see wherever he's going at the world, the around the world traveler going to uh, wherever you are and some great stuff going on at NXT as we've discussed many times before. All right, guys. Well, until next time. Well, we have Chris. Did you say something, or did it just blip? Nope. Oh, I thought you had something important to tell me, but no. So until next time, keep your eyes closed, your ears open, and we'll see you at Finnegan's in under a hundred days. Mm